Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm your host, Megan Walker. And joining me tonight, we've got Harrison on the board as usual, as well as our one and only Carly Moore. We've got her on the show tonight. She's a sports scholar, Big Ten distinguished scholar, honor roll awardee, and she manages to burn it up on the track all at the same time. Carly Moore, thank you so much for coming on tonight. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Megan. <laughs> of course. And quick shout out to Layton's Pub for always giving us the best food. Carly, what food did you get tonight? I got... I don't remember. You, oh, boneless wings. Boneless wings. I think you got garlic parmesan. I haven't had those, but I think they're really good. I got barbecue wings, which is my go-to, and I think they're really good. So yeah, we are very blessed with what they provide for us. So another shout out to Layton's Pub. Go check it out if you have not. Really great food. We've never gone wrong. Yeah, here, so. great pizza too. If you like pizza, mm -hmm. it's definitely a spot to check out. Exactly. And great people. Like, first of all, like management's always great. People are always super kind there. Mm -hmm. Shout out. Is it Don now? Is that Don, the guy? Yes. Yeah. Shout out Don. Always hooking us <laughs> up with great Don. food. Yeah. He's used to be Taylor. Shout out Taylor. He's not, no longer here, but yeah, no, they'll take care of you. Staff top to bottom. Great people. Of course. Very blessed. Very blessed. But Carly Moore, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So are you nervous? A little bit. Just a little bit. That's okay. You're going <laughs> to do great at this. I know you are. Is this first time on radio? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We have our first time scares. It's okay. No, I was scared the first time I did it, so I totally understand. So tell us a little bit about yourself, just like a little basis. A little like basics? Yeah. Um, I'm from Canada. I always like to start with that, my interesting <laughs> fact. Um, I'm a fifth year on the track team at UNL studying broadcasting and sports journalism with a minor in vocal performance. Dang. She's got an amazing voice. I'm going to put really? that out there. Like she has one of the best voices I've ever heard. We do like these little track get togethers with like the girls. And there's this one time she did opera. It was the most beautiful thing ever. So you're going to sing tonight? No. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't put you on the spot. Actually, we always have our guests sing on the show. Like, I didn't know if I told you that. Oh, I was not prepared. You're lucky okay. DP's not here. If DP's here, <laughs> I mean, if he's listening, he might come down here. Uh, he makes everyone sing. If Brant Banks, uh, if he can find a voice uh, and yours is actually good. But no, I won't. I won't make you do that. But if DP comes down here. That's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Well, you're from Canada. You're a fifth year. You're on the track team. What events do you do? I run the 400 hurdles. That's a I don't think we've had a 400 hurdler in here yet. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. If it's terrible, why do you do it? It's it's fun about half an hour after, but mm -hmm. during and before it's terrible. Have you always done hurdles? Yes. Yeah. I kind of. So like since high school? Yeah. Yeah. When did you start getting into track? Gosh, I feel like I was born at the track. But I started running as soon as you can run in Canada, which is third grade. So like eight, eight, nine, around did, there. Did your family have a history of being like track athletes? Yes. Okay. A long history. It, was your dad your coach <laughs> in high school, correct? Yeah. My dad was my high school coach and my club coach. So. Do you miss that, like transitioning into college? Did you ever like struggle with that? No, honestly, I feel like it was probably best for me. <laughs> we argued a lot. <laughs> I feel like that would be crazy to have like your parents coach you. Yeah. Yeah. What was your biggest struggle you would have with your dad? Uh, I don't even know. Like we had a hard time separating track from home. Mm -hmm. So if like bad workout at the track, arguments at home kind of thing, yeah. you know, you mm -hmm. got to separate it. So I feel like it's better now that he's not my coach. <laughs> he's still a big supporter <laughs> of you though. So we oh, love yeah. that. Yes. So how was it coming to the U.S.? Uh, do you, like college? No, everyone always asks me that, but I feel like Canada and America are they're, like where I'm from is basically the same as Lincoln. So mm -hmm. there was really not that much of a difference other than 
like university life in general is a lot crazier in America, but I was prepared for that and growing up so close to the border. I feel like I knew that and was kind of used to it. Where are you from in Canada? I'm from Windsor, Ontario. Okay. So I live like five okay. minutes from the Detroit border. So okay. she's basically not Canadian. I'm basically American. I always wonder <laughs> because I know some people from Canada are bilingual in certain pockets. There's just multiple oh, languages not. going on. Okay. <laughs> not at all. You don't speak any other language? Uh, I know a little bit of French. Give I it to us. It. Give it to us. Oh, I know. You're, she's always complaining about French. Girls. I have to take is that, is that the right one now. that's really common up in Canada? If yeah, I'm thinking about it right. Second language. Second. Okay. I wouldn't think that. That's just always surprised me hearing people from Canada. I never picture people speaking French. Like that's a yeah. heavy area. I can't remember. I couldn't tell you what cities or what region it really starts to pick up. But yeah, in the U.S., we're all just we just got one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like French is very beautiful though. So kudos to you for doing that. Yeah, it's not fun, but <laughs> I love the positive pretty. attitude. I love it. It's pretty, but not fun. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about the U.S.? Even though like you're kind of basically American already. Ah, you have a lot of better fast food joints. That's the right way to put it. Like Panda Express, Panera Bread, Chipotle. Mm -hmm. We got none of that. Really? So yeah. what do you guys eat? Uh, we have like knockoff versions, if that's what you would call it. Like we have this place called Manchu Walk and it's basically Panda Express, but they make it healthier. So it does not taste good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So we have Husker Bucks as athletes. It's where like we get money on the weekends and we can only spend it at certain spots. So Carly, what is your favorite place to spend your Husker Bucks on? Honestly, I usually just buy groceries and cook myself. But if I don't want to cook, I'll go to Blaze Pizza. Blaze Pizza is yeah. a spot. I'm not going to lie. That's where a lot of athletes go. Blaze, yeah. That's, a, that's a great spot. <laughs> it's a good spot to go. What kind of pizza do you get? Uh, the pesto, pesto sauce, mm -hmm. the, like the normal cheese, and then pepperoni and ham. There you go. Basic. I'm that's out so on the good. pesto. Never got into that. Oh, I feel yeah. like that's so a new good. trend. Now that I've like tried it, I will never go back to really? like red sauce. Yeah, it's that good. Maybe yeah. I'm just kind of a picky eater too. As Megan, I'm sure has figured out through my orders. Yeah. Through I always like get the same thing every time from Layton's, but we're we're device diversifying a little bit. Uh, and again, if you guys want to join the show, four zero two four six four five six eight five. A little bit of history lesson makes me not seem bright. France owned Canada, so that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Going back crazy. in time, learn something yeah. new every time I come on this show. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have had a lot of like academic awards throughout your career because you've been here for a long time. A long time. A long time. Carly Moore was born when the dinosaurs were, but that's okay. <laughs> but how do you manage? I know athletes get asked this a lot, but how did you manage athletics, academics, and like social life? Because I know you're a very social person. So how did you do it all? Um, I felt like, I feel like it took a lot of time to learn how to balance it all correctly. Like, honestly, I feel like my freshman year, I was very antisocial. I didn't hang out with anyone. I was in my dorm <laughs> doing homework when I wasn't at the track mm -hmm. or like at work or something. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it's just finding time for yourself and for other people, like finding that balance between, you know, I have this academic athletic side I have to do, but also I'm still a person and have to have fun sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's something we always forget as athletes. Like we feel like we're just like our life is sports. So yeah. we got to branch out, got to do stuff for ourselves. So yeah. So you picked up a hobby along the way. Have you not? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Carly's an active photographer in the state of Canada. Is that the a state? state? Okay. Country. 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 It's we basically America. States. There you go. It's basically America. So tell us a little bit about your photography because you are an amazing photographer. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. Like this is the girl who takes all my my fancy pictures. And everyone's oh, always okay. like, who takes all your pictures? I'm like, Carly Moore does. <laughs> so yeah, tell us a little bit about that and how you manage to do everything because that's like, that's basically a job you have back home. Yeah. So when I 
I guess, so I started photography during COVID because I lost both my summer jobs and I needed a way to make money because I was going to be home for a while. And I had like one of those little point and shoot cameras my parents had got me for Christmas. So I just started taking pictures for family, friends, and they started giving me 20 bucks here and there. And I was like, oh, I can make money having so much fun doing this. And then, yeah, eventually just kind of branched out. I started like charging more. Um, I got into weddings because a friend was like on a low budget and asked me to do it. Um, yeah. And now that's like all I do when I go home in the summer or when I'm home for breaks, I'll like pick up weddings and I work for athletics here doing photo and video now. Definitely awesome. be doing my wedding. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> so are you planning to take that on after college or what's your plan? I hope so. Honestly, I feel like my after college plans are all up in the air right now. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to get like a full time job working for some sort of university or like pro team for like social media, photo, video kind of thing. But hopefully eventually I can do like full time wedding photography or just like photography, videography in general. So who taught you all that? Is that just all by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. I don't know. I feel like I learned as I went on. Like I took classes and like I took a class in high school for fun. Um, and then like the journalism college teaches you a little bit, but I feel like it's definitely more of a learn as you go kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a lot of the J school. It's like, here's everything people use. Here's a speed yeah. run on it. It's up to you to like really master it. Yeah. They definitely like teach you the basics and how like you can improve upon it, mm -hmm. but you don't go into like depth. Yeah. I'll never forget. Uh, I don't know if you guys had to do the one, I can't remember which one it's called, but you have to do some coding to code your own website. Yeah, that was one where I remember it, it was, it, I got it done, but it's one where it's like, yeah, I, I'm going to need another years <laughs> to figure that out. Yeah. But it is a great J school and uh, you definitely get a lot of spots. And this is a great start for you, uh, especially with your background. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So what's your favorite kind of like thing to photograph? I love weddings, but like sports wise, I really like baseball. I don't know. I, I think it's just because I grew up around it because my brother's <laughs> a baseball player, but there's just something about being at the ballpark that I love so you got an MLB team uh no okay I like I would say the Tigers just because we're that close but they have sucked yeah I was gonna say that's like, what I was wondering because that'd be a tough so. tough sign up that was gonna be my guess yeah no I would like I would always say the Tigers but I feel like I need to branch out and explore and find a better team because they're not they're not helping me and they're not gonna get any better <laughs> anytime soon so you have no dream team that you'd want to work for no Somewhere warm. Somewhere warm. It kind of narrows it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh What's the city in the U.S. that you would love to go to that you haven't been yet? To go to? Mm -hmm. oh, Are you pretty well traveled, I guess? Yes. Okay. A lot of people like ask me that, but growing up so close to the border, it was yeah. a lot cheaper for us to drive. Like we would go camping in like Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, New York. Okay. Like Florida, like everywhere. And you just drive across the border? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like I've been to a lot of states, but I would love to go to Washington. That's a curveball. Yeah. I wouldn't expect Washington. I Why know. Washington? I've just seen so many pictures of the mountains and like the landscape out there and the lakes. And I love hiking. So I feel like that's definitely, I've been to Colorado and Oregon and I've heard that's just like those two places. So I'd love to go there. Might have to take a girl's trip to in Washington. Oh my gosh, camping trip. That'd be fun. Just take the whole girls track team. Can you imagine? Road That'd trip. So fun. How well would that work? Do you think you guys got a lot of people that are down for camping on the team? I feel like our sprints team would totally yeah. all go. Like, I think we would. That's our group. You know, it's kind of like a track team is one big team, but we're all kind of divided. Not going to lie a little bit. 
So yeah, we got a group of girls that would go. I hope so. I hope so. I actually want to do that now. I need to do We'll tell our ladies. <laughs> How's track going for you this season? Uh, so far, it's been interesting, but I mean, I'm hoping for the best. Because mm-hmm. you chose to stay one more year. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So are you happy with the decision you made? <laughs> yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. I don't know. When I was debating whether I wanted to run this year or not, everyone kept saying, you know, like, if you take it alone, you'll get the money back. But mm-hmm. if you quit track, it's not like you can ever be a D1 like track athlete again or even like an athlete again, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I decided to run because I knew I knew I would have regrets like either way, but mm-hmm. I would definitely in the future regret not running more than if I had chosen to not run. Yeah, it's hard going from being a D1 athlete for like past four years to going to be a normal person. Yeah. Right. I just can't imagine that. Well, you guys probably feel weird when you have a day off. I love days off. Do you get any kind of weird feelings like, oh, I got to be doing something? Just because I feel like with you student athletes, the vibe I always get from you guys is when you guys aren't doing something, you feel like you're doing something wrong because your schedule is just that crazy. That's true. I'd say like over the summer, I completely lost my mind. Really? Like I went out of like my mentality went absolutely horribly. Like when you're not with your team, when you're not training and you're not like at mandatory practice at mandatory like meetings, anything like I lose my marbles. Like I need that routine. I need that. Like I need my team there with me. But that's just mine. But like even Christmas is so hard, I feel. Yeah. So like how would like what's the hardest part for you? Do you feel any struggle like when it's summer and you're doing workouts on your own? Yeah, I feel like it's just a motivation thing. You know what I mean? Like I'll be like, oh, I need to go work out today. And like I'll want to. But once I'm there it's and you're alone, mm-hmm. there's just no motivation to do anything whatsoever. Yeah. Over Christmas, I think it's a bit easier because like by that point, you're kind of in the middle of season. And you know when you come back, like meets are starting. So you need you need to be in shape and you're mm-hmm. kind of in that mentality already. And it's only like two weeks, mm-hmm. but the summers are definitely terrible. What does your off day look like? Or you don't have any off days. You're just always on the go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I don't know. Usually on my off days, I'll get coffee, do homework and mm-hmm. watch some movies. That doesn't sound like an off day. It's like, I'm going to, first two things, I'm going to get coffee and do homework. Yeah. It just sounds like you're going back to work. <laughs> but it's one of those things where like, I wish I could just, go get a coffee and go do homework at a coffee shop every day but I don't have time so on my off days I enjoy doing that yeah off days are very much a blessing Wednesdays are my off days and that's my favorite day of the week do you how many do you get just like oh uh, we we don't have Saturday practice yet so su- technically Sunday and Wednesday are our off days okay so you don't have Saturday's practices yet. not yet yeah right now we have Wednesday Saturday Sunday off okay but after I think it's after fall break we start Saturday practices I don't like Saturday practices I'm not gonna lie well, how long are they? You go for like an hour, two hours? Like two. Like two but but usually they're in the morning. Yeah, but they're like bad workouts. Like they're like tough workouts. Like we had 6 a.m. practice last Friday and you were there for that. Yeah, that I didn't do it, but I watched. That was not a good time. <laughs> that was not a good time. I was not prepared to be awake that early in the morning because we practice at like three every day, which is like not bad. But it's just like training your body to like wake up, right. be ready to go and all that jazz. Why did you not practice on Friday, Carly? Uh, so many injuries. So many injuries. <laughs> I've just been having back problems, mm-hmm. so I can't run right now. Yeah. Is this your first injury you've ever had being in college? Kind of. Like I pulled my hamstring. I guess, I don't know. It wasn't like a bad pull, but like I hurt my hamstring pretty bad last summer, but it was fine by the time I came back mm-hmm. to school. So first one, I would say like in college where I like have had to miss weeks of practice mm-hmm. at a time. So what does your practice schedule kind of look like right now? Oh, lots of 7, 8 a.m. pool workouts that are not fun. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's getting you stronger, like you're getting 
still oh, a yeah. good workout in? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely still getting a workout in, but at the same time, it's like I don't feel like I'm working out, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like yeah. I know that I'm working out and I'm still putting in the work and like getting something out of it, but I just, I don't know. It's not running, mm-hmm. you know? Can you walk me through like one of your hardest pool workouts you've had to do? Uh, Last Tuesday, we I did a pool workout alone um, and it was flutter kicks. I don't know how to describe it. It's like you hold on to the wall and you have to mm-hmm. like kick your feet as fast as you can for 45 seconds. Then you get a 15 second break. And I did six reps of those. And then we did, gosh, I don't remember how many. It was six or eight um, deep water swimming for a minute on 30 seconds off. What's so deep you, water swimming? So Just... you hold your breath. You have to swim underwater for as long oh, okay. as you can and get as far as you can within a minute. Yeah. And then you have 30 seconds off and you do it again. It doesn't sound that bad. Track that training, That sounds pretty man. bad. That sounds yeah. pretty damn bad I feel like to me. It compared to like the running workouts, though, it doesn't sound that bad. But mm. holding your breath and swimming while worrying about drowning is not very fun. We're mm. not training for track anymore. We're training for like, <laughs> I don't know, swimming contests. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, at least like we're very blessed. I feel like at Nebraska with a good training staff and good lifting coaches and like coaches that communicate all together. So it's good that you're doing a plan that's helping you get back yes. to it. Yeah. When are you estimate to be back 100% or you're not sure yet? No idea. No hopefully idea. next week. I was hoping this week, but hopefully next week. At least it looks like a short recovery. We do got to throw yeah. the break here nonetheless. And again, this is Speed and Power. We got the host, as always, Megan Walker, along with guest Carly Moore in studio as well tonight. Uh, and again, if you guys want to join the show, feel free to do so. 402-464-5685. Streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 951. We'll throw it to break and catch you guys on the other side.